Hi, I'm your host, Chris Graham, and welcome to the Become Limitless podcast. Welcome back to the Become Limitless podcast. This episode, I want to talk about failure and how our idea of failure and how we were brought up on what failure is and what the meaning of failure is and how at the moment it probably means that it's the end or I can't keep going with what I want to do. So this episode I want to talk to obviously what we were taught in school regards to failure, what we start with obviously in regards to when we're born, what we look at, how do we look at failure, then what failure should mean to us and how we can go back to how it was when we started our life. How can we change the way we define failure and the belief around failure? And then I wanted to discuss my constant battle that I have with failure and how I think of failure. So again, as I do all these episodes, there's a lot of learning for myself as I do them. And I really hope that you really get something out of this because it's a big thing for most people because as I go back to the first topic, we go straight into this episode. We're taught at school failure is bad. We shouldn't fail. We've got to pass. Failure is a bad thing. We don't want to do it. We need to get 100%. Anything less than that is bad. It's so very, very bad. But then we get to the real world and this idea or concept of failure is not such a hard and fast 100% or you fail kind of thing. Majority of universities, 50% or above is a pass, which is going to get you a university degree. If you look at market share of Apple and and, and so Samsung and things like that, they've only got like a 30-40% share of the overall market when it comes to phones majority of the time. So do we consider that a failure? When we start to reframe, when we start to look at things in this way, instead of the way we were taught at school around failure, the things we were taught about you've got to be completely right, that it starts to breed these other things like being a perfectionist. For myself, it was definitely the case where I would struggle because I thought I had to have everything, all my ducks in a line, all my ducks in a row before I attempted anything because I needed to get 100%. And in reality, you never get 100%. That's not even slightly remotely okay to try and attempt in the real world because there's so many different variables that are out there that you can't account for, that you're not going to be able to account for, and ultimately you're not going to ever get 100%. And that's when all these influencers, all these amazing people out there going, failure is just a stepping stone. Failure is part of the process. They're right on the money. You've just got to start taking action. And massive action, not even massive action, small little action steps to get to where you want to go. They don't need to be perfect. They just need to be steps in the right direction that allow you to start assessing what's going on. If that didn't work, if that failed, then I can rethink and rejig what I was doing, change my direction, whatever I need to do. But that's how failure should be looked at. 
as something that we can change, as something we can, it's a learning point, not a, that's it, I've failed, I'm no good at this, give up, which is very, very true for so many people and for myself, that from school, I felt like if I failed, I was a failure and I was never going to be good at anything. I was dumb or whatever the case may be for you that you got from school. Whatever belief system that you got out of school from the grading system that happens there. Because the more and more, and I want you to look at look into, look into everything and how successful things are and look at what success actually looks like. It's messy, it's not perfect, but it is taking action towards those steps. So that's what I'm looking at trying to teach myself now to try and take those steps because when we're born coming to my second point in this whole episode when we're born we're born with the ability just to keep going keep trying the tenacity the drive that that crazy just I'm going to get this done and I was talking about it in earlier in the repetition episode about doing things over and over again which leads into this failure episode in that we're doing it over and over again so we're failing over and over again and we're learning how not to do something they're teaching the brain how that didn't work that's a failure i'm learning from that failure let's change our tactics let's change the strategies we're going to use what else can i do what what's a better way of doing this how can i look at this differently start to get outside the box Kids are amazing out-of-the-box thinkers if we let them be. So for my kids, I really try to let them fail as much as they possibly can so they can grow and learn these beliefs, learn these mechanisms and strategies for themselves so that no matter what gets in their way, they're always able to overcome obstacles or any other thing that's going to stop them on their journey in their life because they've been able to fail, get back up, fail again, get back up, are we learning from what we're doing wrong, what are we doing wrong, can we assess what's going on, then move forward, that's what failure should be, it should be a learning point, it should be learning, so that is what failure should mean to us, we should be learning, again, back to when we were younger, riding a bike, you didn't fall off the bike once ago, you know what, it's not right for me, I failed at it, nah, not going to do it again, driving a car, didn't get a gear change right, hit something, forgot to indicate. There's so many things you can stop. Did you fail at one of those things and think, you know what, driving a car is not right for me? It's not the case, is it? Failure is part of the process. It's part of that lovely learning and growing environment that happens. So why all of a sudden do we then go in towards working towards a money or a job or things that we have higher values. Looks like driving a car is pretty high up on my value list, to be honest. But we're able to just do that and fail over and over and over again. Is it because the failure is in private? The failure isn't seen by anyone else? But if we go and try and achieve something like in our profession, in a business, that it's the failure becomes more of a public thing, that it becomes a problem. How many of you are scared of being graded because of being seen as a failure in someone else's eyes. If that's the case, then you need to really, really listen to this episode as well. And really understand that 
being graded is good. It'll take that as constructive criticism. Ask lots of questions. Why did I fail? Anyone still at school listening to this? And if, if you fail, okay, what did I do wrong? Ask the teacher, I want feedback. Can I have feedback, please, on what's going on? In your job, if you fail at something, ask for feedback. How can I do better next time? If you're going for an interview, how did I do better next time? We want to reframe failure as a stopping, I can't do this, I'm not any good, I shouldn't be doing this, you know what, it's just not right for me, to a, okay, it didn't work when I went this way about it or went, okay, had these strategies in place. What else can I do? Okay, I can get feedback. How can I learn from this experience so I don't go that way again? I can try a different way. And if we're able to do that, then we can turn failure into this forward momentum, crazy propelling thing that we can do that allows us to become better and better. And if we can reframe that failure, reframe it into it's an empowering thing to fail and to fail in front of lots of people then we can ask lots more people, what can I do better? How can I improve this? If you go and set an amazing piece of content, you think it's great, you put it out there and nobody buys it. You fail publicly, people are going, I don't want like that. Ask the question. There's so many people out there that have now seen you fail. You go, so what would you like to see? I noticed you didn't purchase. What else would you like to see? What would be better? How could I do this better for you? What would you like if I you were going to like purchase from me what other things could I offer then you're learning you're growing from that experience that that circumstance that situation that happened to that failure instead of being disempowered from it and this is not the only thing in life that you can turn from a disempowering to an empowering thing I always say it whenever we look back we want to learn not just sit in the past and stay in the past we want to learn from what we did and we want to move on failure is not an not exempt from that. So, how can we change this belief? I know it's easy to say, I wanna, I wanna think this way, I wanna think that way, I wanna think this way. And the number one way I found that I've decided, well, of how I've tried to change my belief because it is hard, because it's such a, a fearful thing to be judged by your peers because the way our brains work when it comes to socializing and social constructs and and how you view yourself within the, the hierarchy of your group and whether you're a leader or you're just part of the pack, whatever's going on in there, that dynamic will change if they start to perceive that you failed or that you aren't living up to the expectations that they have of you, that you realistically are the only one that has those expectations. Most people think you're a certain way, but if you don't get something or fail somewhere, that's not the end of it. They're not gonna really worry about that too much. You're gonna worry about the failure more than they are. Yeah, they might go, oh geez, that was unexpected. I, I thought you'd do better than that, but that's it. That's it. That's all they're gonna say. And they're not gonna think about it again because they're worried about their own failures. Massive, massive point here. People are more worried about themselves than they are of you. Just think about how much you're worried about yourself. How, when would you worry? When did you think last about the last time someone failed in front of you? You don't, do you? It doesn't even cross your mind. That's the same with everyone else. So the first thing I want you to do is start thinking like that. How much do I think about other people failing? Honestly, how often? 
And if I do think about it, how long do I think about it for? Not very long. That should empower you to think, I can fail in public. That starts to change the belief, that starts to prove this this truth that you tell yourself. I'm using quotation marks, obviously you can't see it. <laughs> but proof, which isn't proof, is just your construct of reality. And now you can disempower it. You can start to dis, dis, disentangle all the neurons and synaptic connections that are in there telling you that failure is bad. The next thing we can do is we can start to become aware of when this is limiting us. When do I feel like I'm going to fail and then just not take action because I think I'm going to fail? In that, you have failed. In doing what you just, that, that, that whole sequence of things, you failed. By not being able to take action, you fail at that action anyway because you didn't take action. At least if you have a crack and you fail, you had a chance of succeeding. If you don't have a go at it at all, then there's no chance for you to succeed. This 100% failure. But people don't like to look at it like that. They look at it and go, ah, nothing ventured, nothing gained. That's so bad. Have a crack. If you fail, so what? You can learn from that. You need to fail. It's part of how we learn. It's part of that repetitious cycle you like to use. How we learn repetitiously. It's all about failing. Start failing. That's my next tip. Start failing. Start getting comfortable in failing. Start small, obviously, because it can be a daunting thing. Then start to fail big. Start to fail publicly. The more you do it, the more comfortable you come up with it. Because it starts to change your perception of reality. Your brain circuitry starts to go, hang on a second, we think this way, but when we actually fail in public, or when we start to fail in like, even in your family, even in your close-knit group, when you start to fail in front of them more, you go, look, I did this and it just didn't work, and they don't react. Or they react, and it goes away, and it's like, well, hang on a second, that wasn't that big of a deal. That's when you start to change the beliefs in your brain because you're proving them wrong. You're showing that that's not actually the case. That's not how it actually works in my brain. That's not actually... Wait, no one really does care if I fail or not. Most people will be like, geez, you gave it a good crack. All right, that's fair enough. And that was a big thing for me when I did that 30 days of sugar review. And I didn't get to the finish. I failed. And I was contemplating whether I wanted to say that or not or if I wanted to do the podcast episode on the review because I'm like, geez... All these people who listen to me are going to hear me fail, that I didn't get it done, that I didn't get the 14 days. And you know the amazing thing is now? I've now gone away from sugar for five or six days without even setting myself it. It's amazing that I learned. I look back, I assess what happened with that, why it only last 14 days, and then whatever switch clicked in my brain, I haven't touched that sugar again. I haven't added sugar to my diet. That failure, that directly to that failure of 40 days, and then reporting it and then saying it online to the podcast and on the podcast, and saying it to all you, my all my lovely listeners out there, that I failed, empowered me because I could learn from that failure. I didn't get 30 days, I got to 14. But right now, whenever that happens, I go, you know what? I, I had that failure last time. I know I can do better. 
what could I do better? And it's like, I had this, you know what, I can have little bits of chocolate. That's part of the, the process that I had in my head. You know what, I can have a little bit, have a little bit of sugar here and there. You know, balance it out. Then all of a sudden something clicked, as I said before. It clicked in my head and I was like, you know what, I don't actually feel like it anymore. I was able to say no to biscuits. I was able to say no to cake at work, at home. All of a sudden I had not even willpower, but my brain was like, you know what, you don't need it anymore. It's like a, a switch flipped. I will spit it out eventually. It's like a switch flipped. And I just don't need to have it anymore. Just like my alcohol, I don't drink alcohol. Just like the coffee, I don't drink that. Drink that. It's amazing how being able to fail publicly allowed me to grow so, so much. And the more I put myself out there, like the more things I want to do, I want to build online courses, I want to do those things. If they fail, I'm going to fail publicly. And then I can ask my audience here, I can ask people, what do you want more? What do you want to see out of that online course if it doesn't succeed? That way I can produce something that you guys out there want to play with, want to learn from. This allows you to grow massively and it's a massive change because you really want to be better next time because you publicly failed so my constant battle I have right now with with failure is yeah again your judgment when I fail I feel like you are going to listen to the podcast and like yeah they don't like it or they do like it and it's like geez do I want to do it and I hum I'm an ah just doing this podcast and then these online courses I want to do for the whole world to see because I know I've got crazy amounts of information that I want to be able to make available for just forever for people. They just purchase a little one-time purchase and they can get this information forever and they can go over and reread it and just crazy amounts of information that can change their lives. I've got to put it out there, but I'm scared that no one will do it. No one will want to do it. And that's why I did this episode and I can already feel my brain, I can feel my body changing, I can feel like I want to take action steps towards it. And that, again, allow that, talk to yourself, talk to other people about failure. Become familiar with failure. That'll change your belief. And that's what I'm doing right now about my failure. I wanted to talk about how I fail. I fail in so many things exercise i'm trying to get myself back into like a body weight regime my calisthenics and it starts on and off it starts on and off it starts on and off and then all of a sudden i know it will i'll keep failing i'll keep working out why didn't that keep going why didn't i keep that consistent why did i stop was it too complex and i could start to really evaluate what was going on and what went wrong and then i can power through change it up and Obviously, right now, I'm going really well with that calisthenics work, workout. I do a bit of skipping. I do a bit of bodyweight exercises like chin-ups, push-ups, sit-ups, V-snaps, walking lunges, squats, like eight or nine exercises with some skipping on the side. And then I go for a walk and listen to my audios. That is the magic right there. And that all came from failing multiple times before that. So I can't stress it enough. This is the end of the episode, but I can't stress it enough that you need to fail more. Just go out there and start failing. That's the first step. And once you start failing, start reframing why you failed, how you failed, how can I not fail next time? How can I 
give it a better attempt next time. And by being able to do that, you will push yourself towards a limitless life. You will become limitless. So that's it from this episode. I hope you really enjoyed. And until next time, stay limitless.